0: Good morning. This is AB and this is the Talk About God podcast. Um, Can I just remind people that even though Corona is real, so are allergies. So when you hear me sniffle, (laughs) don't assume I'm dying. Not going to be just fine. Um, We all are surprisingly and There too, dying's not the worst that could happen. It's actually pretty high on my list of the best things that could happen. So, I'm not really overwhelmingly concerned about it. But anyway, allergies are real too. Um. Lord, goodness. Pappy, please be, please, please be with me today. I'm driving the struggle bus very hard. Um... I've got a lot to get done, not a lot of time to do it, and for whatever reason, I feel very ewer. I've got dogs looking bowls because they don't get fed enough. Um, that's what I think. That's not true. But anyway. I desperately need your guidance. As always, I always desperately need your guidance. I've got, which I mean, you know, you know, you know, you know, I feel so disconnected in certain areas and it sucks, it really sucks. I feel like I need to take a vacation, which also sucks because I really do love my job. So feeling like I have to take a vacation almost feels like a weakness. Welcome to America. We're so dumb. We we wear being busy like a badge of honor, right? Heaven forbid we actually take a true Sabbath day. I was thinking about it last night, and Lord, I pray that you please guide me on it. Um, Because your biblical Sabbaths are not at all like what we do. I mean, they don't even cook. They don't gather food. They do none of that. Now, I'm still curious as to what they actually do. um, And how one can set apart the Sabbath day as holy. Because that's what holy is. It has to be different. It has to be different than all the other days. And if it's not different than all the other days, then it's not really holy. Holy. And we're missing the ship. And I feel like I'm missing the ship on that. So I pray that you guide me in it. Um, I know Jesus kept the Sabbath. So I would like to do it too. I just need help to learn how. So please, please, please um, help me in that. So without further ado, I don't think I'm going to be in it very long, but Exodus chapter 13. So Exodus 13, it's the consecration of the firstborn. Um, So this is, this is God explaining why every firstborn is his. So. Sanctify to me that is set apart for my purpose every firstborn, the first offspring of every womb among the children of Israel, both man and animal. It is mine. Remember, solemnly observe and commemorate this day on which you came out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage and slavery. For by a strong and powerful hand, the Lord brought you out of this place and nothing leavened shall be eaten. So they eat unleavened bread. Um, And he is explaining, he goes on to explain how to, you know celebrate passover right like you we had the exodus we had the ordinance of passover and we're continuing and it's for seven days you shall eat unleavened bread on the seventh day there shall be a feast um and when your son comes to you one day and that's what i love god is always looking forward and he's saying you'll explain this to your son one day it's on that day on the day your son comes to ask you why why we eat no leaven, you know unleavened bread and all these things you shall explain this to your son on that day saying it is because of the lord of what the lord did for me when i came out of egypt it'll serve as a sign to you on your hand and as a reminder on your forehead so that the instruction of the lord may be in your mouth for with a strong and powerful hand the lord brought you out of egypt um, sidebar. So, I don't know if has looked at an Egyptian, pre- or not Egyptian, I'm so sorry, a Hebrew priest. They have that weird little box thing on their forehead and one on their arm. That's, that comes from this. Um, they're scrolls of, I mean, of God's word. And putting it on their head and their arm is a reminder for them. Of God's word and to serve God and fulfill his word and all those fun things. Um, And of course, he says every firstborn of a donkey, you get to redeem it. So you don't have to sacrifice them. If you don't necessarily want to, because I think donkeys were useful. Let me see. Yeah, the donkeys were... The footnotes say most Israelites, the donkeys would have eventually been important for their livelihood as work animals, so God foresaw the need and allowed this exception. Those who had no need for an additional donkey were not required to redeem it, but were to kill it in recognition of God's right to the firstborn. On the other hand, redemption was, of course, the only option for a firstborn son. God honors his own rights to the firstborn, but at the same time forbids human sacrifice. So firstborn donkey, you can redeem by substituting lamb as a sacrifice for it. And if you don't wish to redeem it, you break its neck. But every firstborn son you shall redeem. That is, buy back from God with a suitable sacrifice. And then, of course, again, when the time comes that your son comes to you asking what it means, the tell him with a strong and powerful hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt from the house of bondage and slavery. Before it happened when Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go that the Lord shook every firstborn in the land of Egypt but both of man and animal therefore I sacrificed the Lord all the males the first to be born of every womb but every firstborn of my sons I redeem everything has a purpose everything has a purpose um, <laughs> and so we know maybe okay we don't necessarily all know but the Israelites the journey could have I think it was only supposed to take them like two weeks or something. It wasn't a very like lengthy journey, but instead it took them like, forty years. Ouch! Um, it starts with, of course, God has been leading them. So, God did not lead them by the way of land of the Philistines, even though it was nearer. For the God said the people might change their minds when they see war. Um, and return to Egypt. Basically, if I take you through the land of the Philistines, you're gonna fight. Like you're gonna have to fight your way out. There, there will be war. So we let them around um, towards the Red Sea. And then, one thing I found super, super beautiful. We, I know about the pillar of smoke and fire right so in fire at night behind them to keep them warm and protect them um smoke before them or maybe i got it backwards i can't remember let's see what it says the presence of the lord it is exodus thirteen twenty one. the presence of the lord was going before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them along the way and a pillar of fire by night to give them light so that they could travel by day and by night he did not withdraw the pillar or the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night, from going before the people. So, just means he he was there twenty four seven, always with them. And I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful for that today, um, as I am most days. They, of course, are not out of the woods yet. <laughs> I mean, 40 years is a long time. But what happens next is, um, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Because God, of course, is going to get the glory one way or another. So, anyway, um, I will pick up there tomorrow, Lord willing. Um lord i pray that you be with me today and just helping me feel better because i know allergies are real it doesn't change the fact that this really sucks right now like i do not feel very good um i had an appointment this afternoon that i apparently am going to have to now cancel which took me forever (laughs) to get um but anyway i thank you lord for all that you do and all that you've given us in jesus name i pray amen And of course, as always, please, 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 please get in the word. The world is insane. It's insane. How are we going to have a level head? I mean, I can't even turn on the news, any news station, without having a gut-sinking feeling. It doesn't matter which way it leans. It doesn't matter. When did we stop being the salt and the light? When did we as a church stop loving on one another based off of our differences? Isn't that what it made us beautiful? Is that we love each other despite our differences? I thought so. I missed that. I want that back. I have that to a certain extent, but it's not... It's not just what I have in my own life that I want to see. I want to see it worldwide. I want to see it in such a big way that it's obvious that it's God. That's what I want. I want to see God move. And he can't move stubborn mules of humans. He can't do it. We have to open our hands up. We have to surrender to him. So I just pray for you today that he is real to you, that he's real to me. Lord, I pray that you make our love for one another genuine and um, our faith stronger. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.